right, peeps, we're back. It's Alex from Shore Location. I'm minus my co-host today. He's doing a little uh, social distancing, um, which is a good thing. It's a good thing. I've been doing it myself for about 14 to 21 days, and I was just getting a little stir-crazy. So I felt that, well, maybe I'll take a shot and see if anybody is willing enough to talk to me at a good distance away and stuff. And, uh, you know, we'll see what happens. So, Peach, you know, keep doing what you're doing, man. You're doing the right thing. Hang in there. And uh, we'll all get through this uh, sooner or later. As long as everybody's being safe, everybody's cool. But I'll be honest with you. I'm gonna, one of the best places in Ocean County that I can think of to be at right now. It's a place called Big Barlow's Barbecue. And I'm with the owner, proprietor, and master chef, Chris Barlow. Chris. What's going on, brother? Hey, man. Thank you very much. A little fist bump, right? little fist bump right here, you know, just keeping it real. And uh, so, Chris, uh, tell us a little bit about yourself, if you would. Just, uh, just a little back brief. Me? Uh, still young. 36. And I started doing this stuff in my backyard when I was about 15 years old. Just messing around with an electric water heater. Right on. And it turned into something. And everyone's like, hey, you know, maybe you should uh, stick to this. It works for you. So that's what I did. So instead of fishing, instead of riding bikes. No, I still did fishing. All right. No, this is just like something, you know, like now my new hobby is like messing with wood work, you know. But it's just a hobby. It's never going to turn into anything. This turned into something. You know, I never expected it. Um, I just... Worked really hard. I worked in Manhattan for many years. Really? What'd you do in Manhattan? I worked at Blue Smoke. Okay. So I was there for a long time. I consulted for a couple of restaurants here and there. Uh, I've been in this industry for about 20 years, 21 years. All right. Now, what does consulting mean uh, when you're in the Helping restaurant business? Create their menu, um, ordering stuff, hiring people, setting their their whole restaurant up to what will work for them best. Oh, right. okay. Equipment and everything like that. Oh, kind of like bar takeover, restaurant takeover almost. Yep. Nice. Now, did they contact you or did you have to do a lot of uh, freelance, I guess, cold calling for well, the most part as well? The first person, I knew the guy and he owned the liquor store. And then he decided that he wanted to open a restaurant. I told him he was making a mistake, but he wanted to do it anyway. So I went and I helped him open it. It was a Portuguese restaurant in Cranford. Um, what was the name of the place? Revel Barbecue. I think I've been there. I used to live up in the Cranford area. It's a uh, yeah, nice, quiet little area. from Hillside, so. Okay. <clears throat> um, so, I, I do know Portuguese food. I cook all different types of food. Uh, I'm self-taught with barbecue. Later on, I had to go to culinary school to get the paper. So, I did. I didn't like it. They actually laughed at me because I chose bar. I wanted to be, you know, a pit master and just do barbecue. And they laughed at me because it wasn't a real thing. But... <laughs> Here we are now. A couple years later, and <laughs> here we are now. You know? <laughs> By golly, it's a real yeah. thing. Yeah, and then after that, I mean, people started contacting, hey, you want to open a restaurant? I want to open a restaurant. So I helped them out. Right on. That's awesome, man. Yeah. Kind of pay it forward a little bit, you yeah. know? That's great. Hey, so you were saying, you know, uh, experimenting on your own, you know, just with, you know, whatever you were cooking, whether it be a pork shoulder, a beef brisket, whole chicken, whatever. And uh, what did you find... or? To see what what did you notice that was your your biggest challenge at the time um, when you were experimenting? Was it everything? Was it the timing of cooking? Was it the spices? It was just everything because we live in Jersey, and back when we were kids, there was no internet. No. <laughs> you know, there was no barbecue. Man, in I Jersey. live off the. If they had the internet oh, when I was a kid, I'd be God. a straight A student coming out of straight Harvard. A student, uh, yeah, we we wouldn't be doing what we do. You know. Uh, 
But no, I mean, because when I started, I started with boiling ribs and I, then put it on the on the grill. And it's like, then I was like, this is good, but it could be better. And then I just put it on the grill. And what happens one day, I just left it on there. I forgot about it. Like, I literally forgot about it. And then I went back because, like, oh, and I picked it up. I was like, well, it's not burnt. <laughs> this, is, this is a very tasteful mistake. And I tasted it. And I was like, oh, this works, you know. And then I started adding sugars and then I started messing. So it took me about four or five years before I really got it down. I definitely messed up. On your that, own? On my own. Now, you said you went to, to culinary school just to get the piece of paper. Yeah. Um, did you notice anything going through culinary school that you realized at a younger age or that wow, if I would have known this at a younger age, how things may have changed a little bit in your cooking process yeah. or your experimental, you know, time frame. Yeah, because I have a degree in food science. So, I mean, really get to learn how food reacts with different ingredients. And, you know, that's how I come up with some of my sauces. And if I would have known that sooner, I mean, we could have been, uh, we could have been a lot bigger than this, but, you know, <laughs> it, it, I did it. And it's fine. You know, I'm just... I'm not out to be rich or anything like that. I just do what I love and it's a passion. Man. You know, I really care about it. And now I have one employee that works for me. She's learning, you know, mm-hmm. um, she worked for, um, red, white and Q across the street before they closed. Right. Um, now did they, don't want to get into the particulars. Did they actually close close or did so they, did they was, relocate somewhere? No. Well, what happened was the original owner up in, um, Carney, uh, he's a Marine, you know, great guy. He put out a great product. And um, what happened is some, some guys with money came in and they wanted to expand him. And in my honest opinion, they expanded too big, too fast. They opened a bunch of locations in no time. And then, no offense to the girl that works for me, she's here now, help me get ready. But, um, you know, they let kids run their stores. You know, she came in and she was a pit master. At the right age of 17? Yeah, she's 23. Gotcha, I understand what you're saying. I was like, "Mm, Mm. no. Explain (laughs) to me how you're a pit master at at that right old age. She's like, no, I'm not saying I am. That's just the name they gave me. I was like, but she's like, she wants to learn. And I don't mind teaching, you know, if you want to learn. It's always the human sponges that do the the best, man. It's the ones that have a a little bit of passion and that have the drive and just want to be a a human sponge when it comes to something that they enjoy doing. And it's like my barbecue sauce. She asked me what the recipe was, and I, I laughed at her. It's like there's no recipe; <laughs> it's in my head, you know. So she's kind of like watching me make it and taste and watch and make and taste, and then she started doing it. She's like, "I'm close, but I'm missing something." I was like, "Yeah, add more of this, add more of this." I remember she was writing a recipe as I was making it one day. She's like, three glugs of this." What's a glug? <laughs> well, you know, when you pour the container in the air, boom, that's one. <laughs> but now now she can make my barbecue sauce, my original recipe. Right on. You know, so she picked that up. Awesome. And she doesn't know my brisket recipe, uh, the rub. The I dry will, rub. I will not give that away. All right. Now, let me ask secret. you. Now that you've touched on that. Yeah. All right. There are dry rubs to line grocery store shelves from here to Alaska. Mm-hmm. And everybody's got their own flavor. Somebody's got a little bit of pinch of this, a little bit more pinch of that. You know, they've taken this out. They've taken that out. What have you done? And I'm not asking what you're, you know, we're not going to put that out here. But what what did you have to go through that to to create your dry rub? That when you ate it, you said, 
that's knocked out of the park. Yeah. So when I started doing the dry rubs, I was putting garlic and I was putting sugar and I was doing this and it was, it was good, but it wasn't like, oh, it's great. I visited Texas and then it was just salt and pepper. So then I had to figure that's out. That's Texas barbecue is yeah. basically salt and pepper. So I had to figure out what ratio because everyone just says 50-50, but it's really not. It's not. It's not. <laughs> because, because that 50% of salt will overpower that 50% yeah. of pepper. Yeah. So it's really not, but that's that's all they say. Oh, it's 50-50. It's really not. Mm-hmm. Um, there's there's more of a science to it. But mm-hmm. okay. So we're back to trial and error. It's like, all right. And then I thought I had the perfect recipe with salt and pepper. And then when I opened the, the food truck, when for, when I was at uh, back, our friends at Backward Flag, mm-hmm. Block 6 was there, and they remember they started doing the um, STFU? Yes. So it was the first batch. Right. Oh, yeah. I met the owner of the company, mm-hmm. um, and he said to me, he's like, hey, if I send you some coffee, will you make a rub with it? I was like, listen. The only thing I will put it on is beef, and I'm not changing my rub recipe. I said, I'm not doing it. So you can send it, but and he sent it, and I added it to my rub, and I tried it on one brisket as a trial to my customers, and they were like, dude, what, what is this? This is amazing. <laughs> and I looked at that, and I was like, it is pretty amazing. <laughs> See, back, back years ago when I, gosh, when I first started to, even on a, a gas grill, I was trying the, the um, you know, the... Uh, what do they call it? Offset or, or yeah, you offset everything and stuff. And, you know, you're reading recipes, you, you get a book and, you know, from a store or whatever. And they're like coffee grounds, coffee grounds. And I'm mm-hmm. like, or some people would even take, um, you know, in your drip pan mm-hmm. and pour a half a pot or a pot of coffee in your drip pan. So as it smoked, it picked up that flavor and yep. stuff. And I'm like, this is insane. Mm-hmm. So <clears throat> I've been trying myself and I, have gotten to the point where I've made my own dry rub mm-hmm. to my taste. And I put it on, you know, put it on my ribs or whatever yeah. and stuff. I, I found something that I can, that I enjoy. It's good. It always tastes better when you make it yourself. It does. Because it doesn't have any of the fillers in it. Oh, absolutely not. It doesn't have the preservatives. Nope. It's, it's fresh. And I'm all about, everyone knows I'm all about fresh. You know, and the fresher the beef, the fresher the, the, the herb, yep. you know, whatever you're using. Like this, everything that's here right now is for tomorrow tomorrow and sunday and that's it and you're mm-hmm. now are you playing it um if anybody doesn't know chris shut down for about two weeks to uh social distance himself he wanted to make sure that he and his family his 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 employees uh were safe and he also wanted to make sure that the general public were also safe as well um Chris is a huge fan he, he comes from a long line of military people so he understands the first responder military aspect um and he uh, he really just didn't want anybody else or to know or feel that if they came in here that they had gotten sick or you know he had he had purposely gotten somebody sick. So uh, it, was Chris- all, it was just it wasn't just that you know I was a firefighter, but it, it's not just that it's I'm home and there's five kids in my house. You know everyone's home. Nobody's making money. I. I don't have the cheapest menu. Barbecue's not cheap. It's not, you know, rightfully so. I mean, it's and if it's expensive. made, and if it's made to a point where people are coming in in droves, yes. i.e., like this place and your uh, the trailer yep. you used to have, you know, or still have for for outside events and stuff, you had long lines. Yep. You were one of the first ones in the food truck industry in certain events that I'd been to 
that uh, actually use the "Hey, I'll text you when your food is done." Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No. Uh, yeah. I mean, but people don't earn making money. You know, I I can't. People are stuck home. They're they're home with their kids, and we tell you, it's great. Great being around your kids. You get to see, you know, your other half, your better half, whatever. Mm-hmm. And eventually it get it gets to you. You know, for me, I'm fine. You know, I could be isolated. It's okay. I grew up with it. You know, it's it's just how it was. And but, you got the woodworking going for yeah, you. Yeah. I built a cabinet for my dining room. There you go. <laughs> you know, the problem is it only took one day. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, you know, people, I can't expect people to come out and spend money <clears throat> on food. You know, it's... When they're not making any money, so this that's is another true. part of it for me. You know, it's not just about the germs and everything because everyone knows I'm clean. Mm-hmm. You know, people come in, they don't have a worry in the world. But the biggest thing for me was people spending money when they should save whatever they can. You know, true because we don't know when this is going to end. True, so. we really don't. There, there, there is no light at the end of the tunnel right now, unfortunately. Yeah, but it is. What so, it is. but we're taking it one rail at a time that's and. True. You know, hopefully things start uh, start rolling around where we can yep. uh, get back to normal. Get get back to a little bit of normalcy and stuff, and uh, you know, to to know and and to know about this place and and your travel trailer. Mm-hmm. Like I said, that that's my first experience. I'm with actually going to put it up for sale. I have a couple people interested <clears throat> in it. I just uh, I still have use for it, but uh, you know, we're shutting down, and now with all the donations I'm making, feeding the hospital right. and first responders and right. everything like that. I got a admirable, by the way. Thank you very much oh, yeah. for that. It's just, you know, and I'm sure you know me a while now. It's just what I do, you know. Absolutely. Um, so I'm going to sell the trailer this way. I could keep funding stuff like that. My employees make sure they still, you know, they have money in their pocket. My kids and everything else. So. Awesome. Um, speaking of which, you you just mentioned about donating meals. What was uh, what led you to? Okay, we're going to reopen the store. Yeah. Look, we're not making to make any any major profit, like you just said, because there's a lot of people out there right now that that aren't working. Um, money's starting to get a little bit tighter. Oh yeah, of course. Um, you know, day by day. Um, so uh, we were talking earlier before we even started here mm-hmm. this afternoon, and you had mentioned something about donating meals. What, what what's what's uh, behind so, all that? Here's a hashtag hashtag Chef Lou's Army. Uh, it's the owner of his name is Lou. He's the owner of Blend on Main. You might have seen him on 24 Hours of Hell and Back. Gordon Ramsay's show a couple, uh, about a month ago. No, I hadn't, but... He started the movement. Okay. You know, some people reach out to me and say, you guys need to hook up, you know. So me and him got on the phone two days ago, and he's like, how fast can you start doing this? That's like Saturday. So he recruited me to be a part of his team, and, you know, here we are. We got... About 800 pounds of meat here that's going to go out this weekend. To We're going to take care of Soch tomorrow. I'm donating 50 meals right off, right from the gate on oh, my end. Awesome. Um, any donations that are made, I'm matching them all. Now, do you have a, uh, a link or a website yeah. or anything for that? I have uh, on my Instagram page. It's right in the description. Uh, you go right to my donation page. Okay. And I have an app that you can order meals. You can also donate meals. Awesome. Awesome. So, that's what I'm doing. I mean, I, like I said, I hate to ask for money. No, I... But, Everybody hates to this ask for going money. This is going to a great cause. You know, I'm not making anything on it. I mean, right now, I'm about negative five grand, you know. Right. Taking a chance. I don't even know if it's going to work. I'm it's going to work. Trust, trust me. You know, and all I want to do is break even. That's it. 
you think back, think back a little bit in our own history to nine eleven. Yeah, and and think about how we all came together somehow, some way. Yeah. Right now, your food industries are one of the only ones that are still allowed to remain open, regardless if they're doing just strictly takeout yeah. or call ahead pickup. You know, no congregating. They just want people in and out, go, you know, get your meal, get your friend's meal, get your family's meal, whatever, and, you know, go back and enjoy it and stuff. We're, we're going to come together. This, with, with the restaurants doing what they're doing, um, I've known a couple of restaurants um, down in the Beachwood area. Yeah. And they're thriving. They're still thriving. Yeah. Why? Because they've got a great reputation, i.e. yourself. Yeah. They produce and serve some of the best food in the local area, i.e. yourself. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I know a business around here that ordered from you a couple of months ago, uh, Dazzle's Hair and Nails yeah. in the Acme Plaza. Mm-hmm. I know the owner personally, um, and a lot. Uh, I would say about 90% of our crew, um, we're all good friends. Mm-hmm. And when they ordered from you, she just blew up Instagram. And said, this local business is the business to hit. You know, the best barbecue. We didn't we didn't expect to taste such phenomenal barbecue in the Jersey Shore area. Yeah. And she just raved on and raved on and raved on about it. I appreciate it. I didn't see it. <laughs> I, didn't see it. I see, that's the problem. I really don't get to see them all. No, you don't. Because, you know, but I do see all the bad ones. Ah, well, because... The, the good ones are so plentiful, you just got to keep rifling, rifling, rifling yeah. through them. The bad ones just stick out like a sore thumb. There's only a few bad ones. It's people that I just don't think they like. Them, you know? I, I don't. Maybe they don't. They don't like. They don't <laughs> they know don't the true under, aspect. I don't think of, they understand barbecue. They, so, bingo. That's, that's exactly where I was going with. You know, it, it, it's, it's fake. You know, it's fake. Right. And I can't really attack it, even though I want to. Uh, especially you, when people complain about the portion size. My portions are huge for the Jersey Shore. They are. <laughs> they are. I mean, I mean, you're getting a half pound of meat and 16 ounces of sides with a platter. You know, it's like, I don't know. I don't know. It would take I'm me. Full, you know? Man, I, I'm a foodie, and yeah. I will eat. And let me tell you something. It would take me a while to get through that. Yeah. It would definitely take me a little while to get through that. And your people, they can't see right now. I mean, I'm six foot and. I'm 320 pounds. I mean, <laughs> and one of them platters sets me back. You there know? you go. <laughs> yeah. That's how I do everything. Nope. I look at it. Will it fill me up? Will it make me happy? There you go. Yeah. That's what it's all about, man. Yeah. And uh, look, I'm five six at a probably a close <laughs> buck eighty right now. And look, I'll put a hurting on it, yeah. but you know, it's just I enjoy food, man, yeah. and, we, and we all do it. And, and you know, they always say, oh, you know. The best way to a man's heart is through his stomach and stuff. Look, man, the best way to make friends is through their taste buds and their tummy, man. Yeah, and that's definitely, it. Definitely. You know? That's... <laughs> it's, one of my, it's one of my favorites. That one and SGFU are my two favorites. Yeah. You know? But, uh, so, <clears throat> when you were... Let's, let's kind of go back to your younger years a little bit and stuff right. like that. Like you said, you... Oh, forgot about the ribs. Yeah. You know? When you... When you started realizing that Maybe the maybe the slower I cook it and the longer I cook it, because high heat and quick, we learn that that char is everything. Yes. And so the lower the heat, but the longer we cook it, 
it took me, a, I'm like, I'm trying to think, like, why are we cooking this so damn long? Yeah. And it's like, it preserves the juices. Yeah. So, my question to you is, because I do like to dabble and, and, and you know, use my smoker at home as well and stuff. I've, I've Again, I've read so many different recipes. What would you consider to be a good average time, time for a beef brisket to smoke for? 13 to 16 hours. 13 to 16 hours. Most of my briskets are about 16 to 18 pounds raw. Okay. All right. So, some number 14, you know, uh -huh. so I try to cook it at 16 hours. Now, you'll just put it in the smoker and just let it go. That's it. Wow. I don't wrap it. I don't reject it. I don't, and I don't even rub it days in advance. You rub it that day. I rub it you about don't, 20 minutes before it goes you don't, to smoke. You don't sometimes. put the rub on and then chill it for 24. I used to. What did, you, what did you find out with that? Sometimes you put too much salt, it can dry out the meat before it even cooks. Really? Yeah. It wow. Can dry out the meat. The salt pulls the moisture out. Pulls the out. moisture out. Okay, so that's why we'll just say, for instance, a corned beef brisket. Yeah. Is packed in its own juices. Yes. And it's a heavy salt. It's a lot of, and that exactly, and that's why they tell you to rinse it, or um, a lot of recipes will tell you to uh, to soak it. Yeah, you know, change the water every two hours. Not me. I cook corned beef. I throw it right in the pot. You don't rinse. Don't nope. don't with the juices. Everything. Uh, a couple people reach out to me. They're like, listen, maybe it's not your thing, but you have any uh, idea of how to make good corned beef? Said, yeah, boil it. You don't think it'd be better in the oven? No, boil it with the season packet. Put just add it to the water, and then add a couple sticks of butter right to the water. Really? Yeah. Oh, that's a nice one. And I might try that. About two hours before it's done, you throw your potatoes in. Right. Right. About forty-five minutes before it's done, you throw your cabbage in. Right. It's all got to be in there, and then they were messing it back. That's corned beef I ever had. See, I I was. I cooked a traditional corned beef yep. for St. Patty's Day, yep. and I put the uh, I put the Guinness beer in it, the potatoes, the cabbage, the carrots. Um, let the corned beef do its thing in a boiling mm -hmm. pot of water. Yada 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 yada. So the other day, I saw something on one of the Food Network shows, and a chef out in Oklahoma takes the uh, salt and pepper. Throws it on, throws it in her smoker for 14 hours. Mm -hmm. I was like amazed. So I'm like, okay, well, let me do a little extra research. So yeah. I start going through the internet. I still haven't found the end of the interweb yet, but I'm going to, I'll at least in the food it. industry. Maybe. <laughs> so I'm going through, I'm looking, and I find this mustard crusted uh, corned beef brisket. And I'm like, I'm going to try. Read the recipes, followed the recipe, and would you believe at the end, I didn't like the appearance. The taste was there. Yeah. The taste was there. And what I did was I uh, coated it in mustard, put it on the smoker for about two hours, pulled it off the smoker, put it in aluminum foil, yeah. tightly wrapped it, threw it back on the smoker, closed the lid, let it set for three hours. Yeah. Pulled it out, and the juices were plentiful. Opened it up, and I'm looking, and the, the mustard had 
not only gotten soft again, but it looked like it was like little grease puddles on the brisket itself. So I wasn't too happy with the with the appearance of the corned beef, but I was delighted by the flavor. Something you try next time is uh, peach paper. Peach paper. Okay. Uh, Wait, parchment paper. Peach paper. Peach paper. paper, Yeah. Oh, okay. Because it doesn't burn. Right. Okay. And you won't lose a crust. It doesn't steam it. So aluminum foil is going to steam your product right. every time. And that's why when people cook pork butts and it gets to the stall. Everyone always talks about the stall. I've never seen a stall in 21 years. Never. <laughs> <laughs> and then they wrap it. They panic and nope. they wrap it in aluminum foil. Just I, let it go. The best thing you do, just don't open the door. Oh, exactly. The door open, and especially with everyone doing these Pellet smokers now. Mm-hmm. Most of them come with electronics, yes. where you can monitor it from your phone. Oh, I no, uh, no, no. I'm not. I'm not a fan. Not a fan of that. Is it a cool idea? Sure. Not. A, not a big fan of the Wi-Fi in my smoker. Don't okay. need it. No. I like to go out. I don't need my smoker being hacked. You know. What I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> I like to be able to go into the garage, grab a beer, pop it open, yep. check my temperature. Watch the smoke billow out once it gets yep. to a certain temperature. Watch the smoke start to stop as the temperature starts to rise, and I'm like. Still cycling very well. I'm good uh-huh. to go. That's it. You know, and the best thing you do is just leave the door closed. That's it. That's it. Because every time you open it, what do you, what do you lose? 15 minutes, I guess? F- anywhere from 5 to 15 minutes. of cold it is outside. True. You know, because what are you cooking at? 250? 250, 275? I cook at 250. You cook at 250? Everything is at 250. Okay. Chickens, ribs, it doesn't matter. Wings, everything. You know, that's my, that's my temperature. Now, have you ever taken a chicken? Now, everybody loves to do... The whole roaster chicken, beer can chicken with all the, the fancy stuff in the beer can. and um, If you're looking for a decent beer to do it with, I use Yingling. It, yeah. It's a good lager beer. So, you know, it's all this brewery. Yeah. You know, it, just whatever. You know, I'm not giving Yingling a plug, but it's, <laughs> it's probably one of the best lager beers in a can without a label that peels off that you can drink half of it or, you know, use it for a sauce or something. Yeah. And then... Do what you got to do with the other half of it, but that's about it. Now, have you ever taken a chicken, cut the back out, butterfly it open, you know, put your whatever rub, if you use chicken, uh, a chicken rub and stuff, and just smoked it? Okay. I haven't. I've done that Portuguese style. Okay. You know, but, uh, you just cut the back out. Yeah. Cut it right over the back. Split it right open. Out. Yep. How long would you recommend cooking that for? I don't know. That gets tricky. Because now you're doing a whole chicken. You're doing the breast. No, I do the whole chicken. I leave it whole. Right. You know? So that takes about five and a half hours. Okay. You know, but if you open it up, it's going to take time away. Because now you have more surface area cooking. So it'll probably cook in about three and a half hours. Oh, I like that. It'll so cook a lot faster because it's more so surface with a, area. Was it with, with a good sized surface area on your grill? Yeah. You can put a lot of birds. Well, you could put a bird and then a couple racks of ribs in a rib hole, yeah. rib rack. You could be set for a Sunday afternoon just waiting. Yeah. I like your thought process, my okay. friend. You know, it's a lot quicker, but everything's a lot quicker. Like a bone-in butt, they're great and all. Sometimes they take longer. Yeah. Sometimes they don't. I like the... I use boneless butts. I, I like a boneless butt. I'm it's not going to lie. It's easier for me. Uh, and the whole reason is I get rub throughout exactly. everywhere. Yep. You exactly. Know, uh, I use a bonus butt, and I cook them for 12 hours, so. Okay. 
I can cook it faster. I just choose oh. not to. Two fifty. Yeah. Twelve hours. And you pull it out and you just eat it. You know, it's good. It's a beautiful thing. I love the way that sounds, dude. You are awesome. I try. You know, you you <clears throat> you've gone from pulling a trailer behind a pickup truck and setting up in events. Yeah. And breweries. and breweries, events, uh, Irish festivals, the whole nine yards. And then all of a sudden, you have this epiphany, and it's like, I'm gonna open up a storefront. Yeah, all in a year. Like, you're just rolling, kids. Crazy. You're rolling. I never, I never thought I'd get this far. You know, that fast. Maybe speed wise, but don't ever put yourself in no, a position no, no. that you speed never. Speed wise, it's speed wise. Yeah. Stuff, you know, because um, you're killing it, dog. Yeah, I stay pretty busy. I know you do. <laughs> you got a great reputation in the area, man. Yep. I, I don't think there's a barbecue place within 25 miles a year that it can touch you. No. Mm-hmm. And there, there are some. I've been to a bunch of them. I'm not going to lie. My buddy's open in Pork Island Barbecue uh, in um, <clears throat> down south a little more. Uh, Island Town. Uh, what is it? It's on, Island Town. Is it on the shore? Between, here. between here and Atlantic City? Yeah. Okay. All right. You know, uh, he what? started in a little trailer doing events. Right. Now he's opening a store, you know, a restaurant. And he's a great guy. And he's going to do very well. Did you have anything to do with that? Saying, look, dude, I took the, I took the leap and... No. <clears throat> he did ask me, you know, he, me and him, we just talk a lot. His name is Jim House. He's a great guy. Um, and I was giving him some insight on certain smokers because he wanted to go with a certain... This one... Right. A Southern Pride, which is essentially the same as mine, only a lot more money for electronics. Right. You know, and I told him, I was like, this is the one you want. Trust me. You know, da, 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 da. Now, if you look at some, some of those food shows and you see their smoke, now some of those restaurants and mm-hmm. barbecue pits and, and what have nots have been around forever. Yeah. And you can see that their rotisseries or their, their smokers or whatever you use. Oh, yeah have been in that establishment for a long time. Oh, yeah, 100%. And you know it's not all about the electronics and that. No. They went, you know, hey, give me the bare bones. Yep. All I need to do is put A, B, and C in this, and we're just going to rock it every day for 14 hours. Just give me something reliable. Yeah. And so, that, let me tell you, that's a great company. American Grilling Company. It's a great company. The owner's name is Clay. He's a great guy. They, his wife just taught him how to do Instagram, so. <laughs> now he has Instagram, so it's funny. Oh, he's going to be all over the place now. No, no, he doesn't. He, 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 doesn't, he still doesn't understand me because his wife still answers messages on. Oh, there you Instagram. go. Okay. Oh, but, so he's uh, got an Instagram secretary. Yeah. Oh, dude, that's the life. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but he's, he's also great. I try to work with really good people, you know. Oh, of course. Like, you always want to surround yourself yeah. with some of the better people. Like one, of, one of my closest friends in the air. Well, we're not closest friends, but as far as businesses go, me and the owner, Andy Fazaros. We get along great. Exactly. And, I mean, he always gives back to He's a great guy. Pizzeria, you know. One of my buddies wanted me to open next door and put a pizza oven in there because he's a pizza chef. That's his Okay, gig. that's his gig. But I'm not doing that. Okay. No, that's fair enough. I can't do that to, to a friend, you know? Right, exactly. You know there's pizza power on top, pizza power on top, pizza power on top. Ten, over 10,000 yeah. in the state of New Jersey yeah. alone, brother. I'm not doing it. I'm sticking to what I do. And well, this is your love and your passion. Yeah. You know, don't, I mean, everybody's like. I don't want him to be mad at me if I did something like that. Because I started putting brisket on pizza and stuff. So you go nuts. <laughs> <laughs> but you know what that shows, man? Yeah. It shows loyalty, bro. Yeah. And that that's awesome. 
because you've got that in your blood. You've got that rolling through you and you can, and you can see it with just that simple little gesture right there of not wanting Mm -hmm. to do something, you know, what you're doing for, for Soch down over here with, with the, the uh, donated meals, you know, if they go to uh, big Barlow barbecue, right? Big Barlow's barbecue.net. You can donate, you know, or the Instagram or you hit on Instagram. It's on my bio. Um, that's all going to be just so you keep feeding hospitals. I would like to do it every day for the next two weeks. And we'll see what happens at, at that two weeks. You're not even going to have an issue, kid. If it keeps going, I'll keep going. If it slows down, which is understandable. Well, if it slows down, give me a call. I will bring in a load of people that yeah. love barbecue. You know, then that's it. You know, that's what it's going to be. And after it's all done, then we'll bring the brisket back. We'll bring the ribs back. You know, right now, we're doing a chicken, a beef, and a pork. And that's it. Awesome. Now you're doing. Are you doing the uh, pork butt? You're doing the pulled pork oh, yeah. butt. Pulled pork, smoked. Best sandwich I ever had. Or um, we're gonna do um, uh, meatloaf, which you saw me make. Yeah, I just saw you making a pan of meat. Uh, gosh. Um, yeah, I think you might fit in that bowl. Yeah, I might even fit in that bowl of meatloaf. <laughs> Holy cow! That's twenty pounds of meat right there. You got a, you got forms for that, or you just no. you just throw it on a on a thing and mold just, it up yourself yeah, and just. Kind of wing it. Cut little laces in it and stuff like that or anything? No laces. <laughs> no time for laces. <laughs> you wrap it in anything? You put any bacon on it, a little barbecue sauce? There's barbecue sauce in it. Makes sense. Oh, it's already in it? Yeah. All right, original good. recipe, yep. That is awesome, dude. Yeah. Dude, it is always a pleasure talking to you. Yeah. It's always a good time. You're a great guy. You've got probably one of the biggest hearts here in, in Barnegat and Ocean County. That's right. You know, you do for the community. You're not looking for anything back. I'm really not. <laughs> You know, just trying to keep busy. You want people to be happy. Yeah. You want people to be safe. Yeah. You know, you're taking care of your employees, your family, your employees' families. Yeah, I mean, like, I mean, it's putting her at risk too. You know, by coming in. I don't want to do that. Well, but, but she quarant- She did her self quarantine and social distancing for 14 days. You know, I can't do it alone. She knows that. I know that. I can try. Now, do you offer uh, college assistance or anything? Because I'll go get my pitmaster's license or something. <laughs> you can't get that in college. You got to work under somebody. I had to work under Danny Meyer for six years before I get that title. Really? Yeah. Is it? There, is there? That's what you got. You got. Is there a curriculum or is there some type of a? Uh, uh, or basically, just... once a pitmaster can throw you any animal in the world and say, "Break it down and cook it," from whole to whatever. Right. That's when you're at. That's that's the deal. Yeah, I could butcher any animal. I could cook any animal. Throw it at me. I'll, one of my customers dropped off a leg quarter here. He's like, "Dude, can you break it down for me? I have no idea what to do." So <laughs> he gave it to me. Nice. And then he left. I was like, "Don't leave." I said, "I'll be done real quick." And he said, "No, no, just come back." And you know, this and that, blah blah. blah. She was here. I had a couple other people working here. I brought them all around. I was like, "Watch." And then I called the guy. I was like, "It's ready." He's like, "What?" I told you to take your time. I was like, yeah, it's, it's wrapped, you know, ready to go. Nice. Only like 15 minutes and it's done. Awesome. Yeah. <laughs> Again, Chris, it's always a pleasure yeah. talking to you. I love seeing you out in the Ville and doing events. I, I always look for the Big Orange Trailer because yeah. I'm when I see that the Big Orange Trailer is going to be in an event, I'm bringing me and my stomach with me because... Yeah. Well, now it might be a tent. Well, that's fine. That's all right. Now that's fine. Move these pickles. You know, all the, and all the catered food that you do and everything. Yeah. So at the end of uh, my podcast, I've started doing something new, and I kind of like it. And so do the guests every once in a while, too. Keeps them on their toes a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, some of the questions may not – they may not be like, whoa, what happened here? And I'm like, eh, don't worry about it. Just answer it. It's called rapid fire. Mm-hmm. 
Um, I got it from another show I saw on TV one day, and I kind of liked it. So, cool. all right. So I'm going to hit you with a little, uh, little, little rapid fire here. Okay. Right. So, backwoods bonfire or a backyard fire pit? Backwoods bonfire. All right. George Strait or Jason Aldean? George Strait. Beef brisket or baby back ribs? Beef brisket. Beer or whiskey? Whiskey. My man. <laughs> Chris, it's always a pleasure. Right, Thank brother. you so much. And before we, we, we cut out of here, just give yourself a big plug and what you're doing really quick, and and we'll get out of here so you can get back to making people happy, man. Yeah, no, I'm just doing what I love, I'm feeding these hospitals, but working on donations only. Uh, donations are going to pay my employees, uh, going to pay for me to put out more meals so I can keep going, and that's it. <clears throat> just trying to do what I can do for my community. We're also going to use some of those donations to feed kids. That can't afford food in this area. Which awesome. We have a, a large amount of those in that in this area. And that web and that'll be coming to your your IG and website. <clears throat> yeah, it's all awesome. in there already. You can donate whatever amount you want. You know, there's things there. Um, we're going to donate food to first responders as they're working because, as you know, they can't congregate in city hall anymore <clears throat> or in the department. So I'm going to ask them to swing on by during their shift, pick up a meal. You know, pick up two meals and. You know, feed yourself. You know, stay safe. And that's it. You know, that's what I'm doing until this whole thing blows over, which right. I can't wait till it's over so I can start bringing back my meats. <laughs> and that's uh, Big Barlow Barbecue on Instagram? Big Barlow's Barbecue and Catering. And Catering. Yeah. Right on, brother. All right. I thank you very much. And uh, once again, to my boy Peach, who's just uh, chilling like a villain and self-isolating and doing that 14, 21, 28-day thing, whatever uh, makes him feel happy about himself and keeping the family safe and sane. Missed you on this one, bro, and well, you kind of missed a good one yourself, but I understand. <laughs> hey, you guys have a great day out there. Thanks again for listening to uh, <clears throat> Shore Location Podcast, and uh, that's a wrap for Foodie Friday, and we'll try to get you back out another one sooner or later. Have a good day. <laughs>